Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today at Hyacinth Stadium is West Adelaide coach Brad Gotch to preview the 2021 statewide Super League season. Gotchy, thanks for having us tonight, a beautiful night for out on the track, but you're not out there, um, just explain to us a little bit about um, what's happening tonight. Yeah, I've handed it over to my assistant coaches because only a couple of weeks to our first practice game and I just thought good chance for them to build on relationships with their own players and it's a bit more of a divisional night so a good chance for them to to build on that relationship with their players coming forward so yeah, yeah they're looking forward to it they they did it a couple of weeks ago when I went to the annual general meeting and mm. I came back from that and sat in the stand and just watched them at work and yeah really liked the intensity yeah. of the training and I think it's a good opportunity, different voice, yep. and also on the verge of the season, just for the players to see how important the assistant coaches mm. are. And speaking of the assistant coaches, uh, great to see some uh, real heart and soul West Adelaide clubmen come back. Uh, obviously, Adam Hartlett, Ryan Anderson, and also the former skipper, David Piacenti. Yeah, it's so good to have those guys. I mean, Pierre was here last year from what I heard doing the midfield. Mm-hmm. Can't quite commit to the full-time three times a week sort of thing so we we put him on part-time which Mm. is great just to have him involved because the boys love him Adam Hartlett well he was at Glenelg last year under Stoney so what a great initiation Mm. into coaching there and saw a different side of coaching so that's that's great to have him back and being a past player and Mm. I think he played seven years here and nearly 100 games so he'll be really important part of the premiership team 15 so it's even more more important and then Ryan Anderson was the extra one to the to, to the string of those fellows so uh, Ryan, I remember coaching against sort of in that around that 215, mm-hmm. 2.16 time, and he's been out coaching Blackwood the last mm-hmm. two seasons, and he wanted to get back involved, and I just think what a great opportunity with the young blokes doing yeah. the reserves. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you've been here for, oh, I guess, uh, three months or so. Yeah. Uh, how are you uh, finding, uh, getting a handle on the list and, and the talent available? How would you assess it coming in? Well, it's been interesting because I came and there was 85 <laughs> that, that they'd got invited to training, which was yeah. a lot of a lot of numbers. Uh, so I've had to work my way through because that's clearly too many. Mm. Had to talk to about probably about 19, 19 or 20 of those so far. So that's that's always a hard part of coaching mm. Mm. is all these boys with aspirations to play at the highest level, and then you've got to tell them not quite at the minute. Yeah. Yep. So they'll go away, a few under-18 boys, which is a little bit disappointing too because you want to try and promote mm. them within the area. But, yeah, work, working through it, uh, as I said, down to the mid-60s now and mm-hmm. on the verge of the season, we'll give them all a good opportunity through the practice games. Yeah. Can you see <coughs> some potential here that you can sort of make a rise up the ladder because obviously it's been a couple of lean years here at Westies and probably fair to say since the 2015 flag. Um, obviously it's going to be a, a bit of a slow burn, but um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because there is a good core group of mm. leaders here when you're looking at Kane Stevens and Josh Schiller and Tom Keogh, that, mm. those sorts of fellas, Josh Ryan, that have been around for a few years, and Logan Hill. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's a good couple of boys that have experienced some good times as well, but then the last few years have been a bit tougher. I reckon having Wayne Siegman and, and come on board last year and then Derek Bond has been working on the footy director stuff, they've scoured far and wide, but naturally you can't, go getting too many good players because of the money aspect of it all so we've picked up some guys from Canberra and a couple of guys from Tasmania and Kevin Lovell, Jesse Johnson, Matt Maguire, Lucas Milan to, to name a few and yeah. then you've got Luke Redfern that's come from Wagga mm-hmm. and then just your natural what uh, step ups from local leagues and that sort of thing as well so mm-hmm. 
I think that's only going to help our list. Yeah. Really identified midfield was mm-hmm. a big component. Oh, Tom Murphy's come yes, from North, North Melbourne, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. as well, which is a running back yep. that we thought we, we needed to add to the existing crop that we've got. Mm-hmm. And also the young players got a bit of a taste of it last year. You know, Bailey Chamberlain, yep. Joss Inderberry, to name a few. There's mm. a few other boys that will clearly get opportunities. So, yep. so that's all good. Sam May, I think, is another one yeah. in, that, in that boat. Yep. So that's a nice little mix, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. If, if I can blend them... And, and just change the game a little bit because naturally Gav was fantastic at defensiveness, accountability, clearance, ball winning, all that sort of stuff. So, mm-hmm. But scoring was down, was clearly yeah. down. So yeah, I've got to look at that. Is that a structural thing? Is yes. it a attacking mechanism? You know, well, what is in their heads? Mm-hmm. In what Because they, they seem to be very cautious mm-hmm. and safe. So was that mm-hmm. because they were worried about their skill level? Okay. Yeah, so I've got to, I've been testing that a little bit, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of heart in the yeah. mouth stuff yeah. at this stage. But look, it, you know, my style of coaching, it's a bit of a balance of. Yep. I was able to get South in the end to go from a, I don't know, average nine or ten goal scoring team to maybe a thirteen to fourteen mm-hmm. goal scoring team, which gives you a chance to win a few more yeah. games, providing you can keep the defensive. Because yes. initially at South, we were keeping teams to round the the Norwood model mm-hmm. of seven goals. To eight goals which a game, which yeah. was excellent, which blew out to about when you're starting to score more, the opposition score more. Yes. So I think the fans would like to see more scoring, yeah. across, and so would probably the Sandful. Yep. So I'm trying to get that balance of, so in the short term, we'll have a crack at it. Mm-hmm. But if you want to win games of footy, sometimes you've got to be miserly yes. as well. So I'm, I, I yeah. can't promise Prom- it. <laughs> <I'll stick laughs> you're listening, it. Matt Dolding. <laughs> I'll stick with it the whole time. But yeah. I clearly want to try and score, and I, yeah. I want the fans to enjoy Mm. watching us because I must admit I've been getting some good advice mm. <laughs> from the West Adelaide supporters yes. so far very good <laughs> about scoring yep so but I, I yeah. do like that yep. naturally if yep. I can get the balance of but whether we're capable of it I'll yep. have to wait and see someone who would help with the scoring no end uh, John O'Beach oh. great to welcome him back to the footy club uh, yeah obviously a 2015 premiership player as well how could I forget John see that was one of the pieces in the puzzle about yeah. getting more scoring capacity mm. and mm. wow I was actually coaching a game against him when he was Adelaide and he kicked seven. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I know how important he is to mm, the whole mm. process there. And I think just his leadership, whether I can get some chemistry happening with some of the other forwards there, because mm-hmm. clearly um, Isaac Johnson had a great year mm-hmm. up forward as well. And Tommy Keogh played forward a bit yeah. last year. So you put those guys in with, with Jono and the natural progression of some of the smaller guys. Mm. And maybe adding... A couple of you know Hamish Allen if he has a good mm-hmm. goal at it, and also Jade Cleland and those sorts of tools, mm-hmm. and added Jesse Johnson that's got that ability as a medium tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might. It's exciting to think we've got some options there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you mentioned Tommy Keogh, obviously been the skipper for a couple of years now, and uh, Logan Hill, a loyal vice captain as well. It must be wrapped that these two guys are firstly going round again. But um, in terms of leadership, um, how will you approach things? Will you do things very differently to Gav, or how will you go about it? No, no, no. We're, we've got a leadership consultant that Gav actually brought on board a few mm-hmm. years ago. That's fantastic. A guy mm-hmm. called Nick Tarkos. Mm-hmm. Really happy the way he's going about it. So no, I'll, I'll give him pretty much open slather to come up with some ideas and it'll be driven from within the group as well and we've got certain values that we rate highly which we need the leaders to display and then from that the leaders can be directional to everyone else sure so i'd say that'll work itself out over the coming weeks and look they're they're great guys logan hill you'd think he was a spring chicken the way he's going about so i think he'll enjoy just that change of coach with a different mindset Mm. maybe that wants the balance of going at the game a little bit more Mm -hmm. rather than being cautious and yeah. It's been interesting watching those guys sort of 
I don't know, go along with what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot of natural instinct there mm-hmm. that they'll get that balance right when it comes to the right time. Something that has changed up a little bit this year has been the addition of a high-performance manager. Just tell us a little bit about him and what he's brought to the group. Yeah, Danny Dygan, he comes from New Zealand International Soccer, mm-hmm. under-23s. Very fortunate to get... We, we had some remarkable candidates for that role. Mm. I think we interviewed about five in the end, which was wow. quite remarkable for, for yeah. a part-time role. Yeah. Very fortunate to guy of this calibre. Uh, the boys love it. You can just see mm-hmm. now in the warm-up, there's, there's a real specific mm. football flavour to it all, yes. where they're touching footies whilst they're doing their dynamic warm-up. So that's mm-hmm. been well received by the players. I think they love his individual programming and the fact that he's, he's changed up the training a little bit, that we're not doing the weights and sort of making them come down four times a week for yep. four sessions like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. So we've been splitting that to a Saturday morning for the strength and doing Monday with strength sort of before we start the main training. Mm-hmm. So I think they've enjoyed that, just a little change up as well. But the individualism mm-hmm. and the feedback and the professionalism that he's added has been, because we do wellness, we do regular updates on our GPS and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So I think they're really enjoying that. No doubt he had a fair influence on the camp recently up to Lyrup in the heart of your regional zone up there in the Riverland. Uh, how did the camp go? And um, yeah, it would have been great for you coming on board to sort of really get to know a lot of the locals up there. Yeah, I think it was really specific to build the relationships both with the local area and mm-hmm. also secondly with my players and my coaches. Uh, they did a very, very hard camp last year, so I, I decided not to go down that track because I'd already done it. Okay. So it was a little yep. bit more about, we made the main focus about our footy. Mm-hmm. So we did like a big three-hour session of football in the morning and sort of got the load that we were looking for. Then it was more about team building, building relationships, yep. being in competition with each other, mm-hmm. learning who could, you know, especially in groups of, say, eight to ten, mm. where you get them to work out, and, and not in just physical activities yeah we yeah. we did like a 300 piece puzzle okay yeah. which one team took 30 minutes to do yeah. the full thing wow. which was amazing yeah and then some other guys took like 45 minutes to complete it and some couldn't do it yeah. within yeah. the 50 minutes yeah. so it was really interesting to see the, the dynamics yeah. from a mental and thoughtful mm-hmm. side of it mm-hmm. played lawn bowls mm-hmm. as well which was really int- and so we yeah. went to Lyric bowl club yeah. and they were amazing mm-hmm. just let us have full reign of the whole courts and yeah cool that sort of stuff got all the balls ready and they were just so mm-hmm. organized and then we we put a little bit back in with food and drink yep so that was really nice to connect in that way and mm-hmm. and when we did a couple couple other team building activities along the way and I did a bit of education and yep. a little bit of get to know stuff. We did a quiz yep. on the Friday night which was funny as well, you know, a little bit of getting to know people, getting to know mm-hmm. general knowledge, getting to know game plan. Mm-hmm. So I thought, it, I thought it worked really well and then us coaches got a chance to spend some time together yep. as well just for an hour or two on the Saturday night, yep. just having a little bit of quiet time. So I thought it went really yeah. well and I'm, I'm glad that we supported the area. Went back to Barmer on mm-hmm. the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Did a little bit of uh, sort of water polo standing up in the yeah, cool. in the water in the yep. in the great in the lake there, Lake Bonnie, Lake yep. Bonnie, mm-hmm. and also just outside the Barmore Club there, there's a volleyball. Mm-hmm. So we did a bit of sort of football volleyball yeah, cool. competition with the boys. So they, they yeah. loved all that. So all in all, really yeah. good weekend. Excellent. Uh, no doubt a few of uh, the younger fellas put their hand up and probably caught your eye. And I know you've touched on both uh, Bailey Chamberlain and Jai Sindabri already who made their debut last year. But of that younger crop that you've noticed on the track, Gotchi, who are perhaps a, a handful of them that have caught your eye and might sort of push for some league footy early on? Yeah, well, well certainly guys like Ed Allen surprised me with mm. his running capacity. Right. So I don't know how much opportunity he's had in, mm. in recent years. He's been a good one. Mm. Uh, 
as far as other guys, I, I did. I forgot to mention Josh Gore yeah, too that we okay. picked up from Gold Coast. Coast. I mean, yeah. he's only he's under. I think he's only twenty years of age. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll be another good one for us. Um, yeah. As far as some young boys, Hugo Kelly and Kane Sherlock that come from under 18s last year, and guys like Luke Hartman and Tom Faulkner under 18s mm-hmm. as well. They're a little bit taller, so they may mm-hmm. take a little bit more time. But they're showing enough to suggest that. They'll put a bit of pressure on mm. some of our guys going forward. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. And, yep. and also just promoting any guys that want to fit in with the roles that they need to play. Mm-hmm. We'll give them opportunities and we'll sort those out over the coming weeks. Sure. Uh, trial games, uh, got three of them uh, against South, Nord and North. Uh, how do you approach each of them? And uh, I guess the old Panthers first up, it gets it out of the way for you and not in the season proper. Oh, I just thought, yeah, yeah, because there'd probably be a bit bit of hype about that. Mm. So I just thought, get out of the road early. And yeah. Buff and I are great mates yep. in any event. I'm sure it'll just be good to get yeah. that out of the road and, and come up against a good team and see mm. where we're at mm. early. So we've got them here. Mm-hmm. I, I did try to get Nord at Norwood playing on a smaller ground. Oh, yes. Because yeah. our first few games, you know, we've got Sturt, Glenelg, some mm. tip, you know, mm. smaller grounds would have been nice, but then Norwood got the AFLW fixture and we got moved off there so we're back here again Mm -hmm. now and then the third one I was playing North Adelaide just thinking played in the grand final again get some good teams that'll give Mm. us a good test so probably put our best team in going into that first game just just as a rehearsal to see where we're at but in the end we're going to get three games at home so you'd hope by that time we might be a little bit more making it like a fortress hopefully but seeing how we defend it's such a big ground so yeah yeah It'll be good to see how the team defence stacks up and then our mm-hmm. offensive mechanisms and mm-hmm. stoppage stuff. So, yep. But there was method in the madness yes. initially <laughs> and it's been pulled back a little bit. Yeah, Very good, Gotchi. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Really do appreciate that and always being so accessible to us at the Sandful. So we wish you all the best for the 2021 statewide Super League season and uh, good luck with the Bloods. Thanks, Zach. And I think it should be an exciting year and it looks like um, it's going to be exciting for the fans too. So hopefully they turn out.